2: Put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
3: Taking your way in the world today takes everything you've got. Taking a break from all your worries sure would help a lot. you like to get away all those nights when you've got no lights the check is in the mail and your little angel hung the cat up by its tail and your third fiance didn't show sometimes you wanna go where everybody But
4: knows your name. Might not know there's another verse.
0: Well, I was just telling you before yeah. the show started, the only time they played the full version, and you can leave it going, B-Dub, was the last episode of all time. And I'm sitting here smiling because, you know, songs and TV shows remind you of certain things. And then I look up and I see that incredible Italian chicken sandwich from Wendy's with the big fried cheese block on the top of it. I think maybe that's why I was smiling. <laughs> could be. <laughs> I don't know. That thing looks amazingly great. Um, but Cheers and, and obviously Kirstie Alley passing away yesterday at the age of what 71, 71. years old. Man. So don't young like anymore. I like my favorite
4: show starting to lose people. Well, she's well we lost coach a while well, ago. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I coach
0: was old when yeah. the show was on. Yeah, so, yeah that's so, right. Know. So we lost him back in the 80s and now Kirstie Alley passes away. I think Cheers was the reason I wanted to become a townie. Like I was just like a local like a barfly because of Cheers. Like I don't know. Norm looked pretty cool, right? (laughs) Clavin knew it all.
4: What a great character cast, cast of characters. Like that bar didn't have a lot going. Like it had a pool table. Yeah. And and that's about it, right? One
0: TV, you're (laughs) like,
4: Yet I really want to hang there. You I mean, did, and yeah. then have a piano, I guess, up in the up in the thing there. But and it, it had Melvilles. You, that was like a fancy you could restaurant in the eighties. If you needed some some uh, entertainment, but right. really, from like a bar perspective, it's like it's like nothing you'd look for in a bar. Actually, it's everything I look for in a bar because I like to just sit at the bar and drink. I don't
0: need any of the frills of a pool table, man. There's, <laughs> but you're but
4: you're not walking in there because there's
0: one TV, right? And probably not high definition at yeah, the time. No, no, definitely not. Yeah
4: and it, well that was a box tv that, oh, I hung, know. On that thing hung on the I mean, wall I mean, that, was, that yeah. was a, and then uh one pool table uh-huh way in the back way in the back that you'd never be able to play on nope.
0: mm-mm. i mean mm-mm. No, but I for me I thought pay it was phone. the perfect bar. Yeah, the payphone was great. Yeah, you know, so yeah, it's like it, it was the '80s, man. Yeah. It was the '80s. It was but a typical it's '80s you're bar. You're not for
4: now, but you're like I'd hang there every day of the week, every single yeah. day. And and I, you I feel, and if you didn't, you you missed something. You did,
0: yeah. That's one of those things. You did. You felt like you, you were missing. Gotta out, catch man. up on the
3: scuttlebutt there at the, the bar. See how everybody's doing. How the mail route went that day. What's Normie up to? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You don't want to
4: miss anything.
0: What was the last time you had that FOMO feeling, like the fear of missing out? I, I I've always said, Carl. Peterson did a great job of creating that at Arrowhead Stadium when he arrived here in, in the 90s and the 2000s. Like there was a a, a FOMO feeling like you were going to miss something at Arrowhead and everybody was there. And he, he, I didn't know what it was, but he gave you that feeling and created that feeling out there that you had the fear of missing out and you wanted to be there. And like, you're right. Cheers kind of the same way. You had this fear of like you're going to miss something like Dr. Frazier
4: Crane was going to come flying in and fight with Lilith. I mean, maybe they maybe if you if you look back, they all arrived at the same time, so it was fine. Norm was there, but they everybody arrived at the same time for the most part, whatever. Right. And so there was only a short window they were all there together. But mm-hmm. it felt like you had to be there the entire, you know, like six of your eight hours of your you know beer drinking day or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. You better be there; or you're gonna miss. something. You're gonna miss something, yeah. like a
0: fact from Cliff, or yeah. you know, a nonsensical something from Norm, yeah. or. You know, who was the who was the one guy that came in that ended up sleeping with Carla and was like high five and everybody fat guy, short, bald. Uh, Paul.
4: Paul. Yeah, 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 yeah that yeah. guy Paul. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a great uh, ensemble cast. Yeah. I I I still contend there's a lot of shows from that era that don't stand up. You could flip that one on and it stands up. Like
0: well, because That's people all, are still doing the exact same thing, hiding same, from their
4: wives and drinking beer. It's all the same dynamic of 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 silliness that will work over any time frame. Like yeah. you could reboot that show and just or just rerun the episodes. And other than you know maybe uh, making a little more high def,
0: mm-hmm.
3: it's
4: it's all the same. And uh, just a great ensemble cast. Kirstie Alley passing away at the age of seventy one. Apparently a really uh, short battle with uh, with cancer. And her kids uh, tweeted out last night that she had uh, passed away. And uh, yeah, I don't like I don't like. I mean – like I said, Coach was old. Right. But I don't like losing people from my show. Right. I mean, Sam has stood up to the test of time, though. He looks great
0: on that mayor's show. Now he's the mayor of Los Angeles and, he, and, and he still looks that fantastic. He fantastic
4: cheers hair to all gray, and he yeah. looks terrific. looks great, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. Like, he's aged with the right. best of them. He looks like a, like a, he,
0: he's a Teflon Don out there. And, and Norm's still around. He's still with us. Clavin's still with us. Lilith is still with us. Frazier's still with us, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. We still have Shelly Long. Still with Diana's with still yep. with us. She was trending today. I thought, oh, no, did something happen overnight yeah. with her, too? But no. Um, so really, just coaching Kirstie Alley, but you're, you're starting to see the uh, the battle of attrition, you know, from those days. And Kirstie Alley, obviously, too, a big. KU fan. You know, she went to the University of Kansas, grew up in Wichita. Uh, she wouldn't have chickened out and played Missouri. She was ready to go. It was K State. Um, that's all right. Oh, she went to K State? Yeah, yeah. I think she went to KU for a she hot went, minute. She might have went to I, both. I, I swear she to God, and, and, I, and I'm not being like typical. Oh, I thought of, you were no. joking around. No, I thought she was a K State uh, that uh,
4: went to uh, from Wichita.
0: I swear to God, she may. I thought she went to KU with Don Johnson. If I'm not mistaken, like when KU used to put out like media guides of famous alums before Stone Street and them came along, they always had like, I I felt like Kirstie Alley and Don Johnson were on that list. I, I could be yes, told. she
3: did attend both, she, KU and K-State. So, so she
0: went to both schools. Yes. Okay, so there you go. Yeah. All, right. All, right. I, All right. I had no idea she went to K-State, but I, I felt like she did go to the University of Kansas, but uh, not as a, as impressive as my friend who tweeted me last night, my friend Kate so Amy. So she could truly have that license plate. Yeah, house divided? Yeah. 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 She, okay. her, herself, just, just yeah. You know, closet yeah, that's, divided. That's,
4: that's the way you should have it.
0: Yeah, it's just, it's just you, just you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So my friend, who's a photographer, Kate Amy, she grew up here her whole life. She she tweets me last night. Little known fact: Christy Alley pooped in my parents' bathroom. I'm like, wow, that goes along with the Cheers theme of who are three people that have never, never been in my kitchen. In, <laughs> in your bathroom. <laughs> like of of all the randomness that you could possibly have. You wake up and you remind yourself that oh yeah, Kirstie Alley stopped by my parents' house and used the loo. So that's the me- that's the memory that you have. Have you ever had anybody famous no, show up sounds, at your, your doorstep good. and use no, the bathroom? Just I haven't John Hanson, yeah, um, that's right.
4: A <laughs> <laughs> uh, back story when we when we uh, put our house up for sale, there were tons of people coming through for showings ended up uh our boss at the time <laughs> looked at her house. Yeah. Didn't realize it was our house. Saw a six ten shirt in the closet and he's like, Holy crap and went and looked at the the owner thing said, I got to get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I, was <creeping> through, <laughs> I was creeping through your closet. <laughs> hey, at least he admitted it. Yeah, he yeah. came clean yeah. with it, right? He yeah. should have left something just for, I yeah. mean, maybe, yeah, he might he have pooped there. Had. I don't he know. may have, I don't have pooped there. You don't know. I mean, I'm not sure. But, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, Kirstie Alley passing away at the age of uh, 71. Yeah, so, so
0: uh, 913-586-7610 on the J Southland Toe Service text line. Who's the yeah. most
4: famous person to poop in your it's bathroom? Poop. poop in your bathroom, yeah.
1: You're right. You did do me a favor, and now I'm going to do you one. I'm going to give you a tip on how to deal with people who work for you.
4: Lighten up a little bit. I mean, you gotta make some compromises.
0: I see.
3: You want me to hang your picture back out? Right. Done. Ooh, whoa, 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 that was easy. Wait, uh, let's try some more compromises here. Um, I wanna sleep with you 25 times, but you don't wanna sleep with me at all, am I right? Right. Okay, so what's half of 25?
4: Your IQ. Was always working it. Man. Oh my god,
0: what a great one liner! What's half a 25? Your IQ. <laughs> Sammy
3: always had an angle.
0: I mean, he always did, man. He really did. Was there anybody on TV who had better uh dates than Sam Malone? Maybe Jerry Seinfeld could be you know in that category from back in the day because everybody that Seinfeld dated on his show is a smoke show. I mean, my goodness, and, and went on like. Aunt Becky was one of his girlfriends. He didn't try Jerry or Not Sam? Really. No, Jerry didn't try. You know no. I mean? no, and if you're writing the show, you're going to write in hot women for you to date all the time, right? Brilliant move by Jerry to go to that length. But you're right, Sam worked it, man. He worked it hard with everybody that came in. They always say you got to shoot your
4: shot, right? Yeah. Shoot your shot. Sam Malone never shy about shooting his shot. Yeah, so go watch an episode. Cheers today. You'll 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 be better for it. You really will be. You will be. Um. Tom does it again. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw a lot of tweets last night. Oh, my gosh. One of these two teams could be hosting a home playoff game. Uh, <laughs> B- B- Bucks and Saints in the, uh, the Monday night game. And I would tell Tom Brady why he trails so much. Uh, he is now uh, tied or passes. I'm sorry. Uh, Peyton Manning for the most uh, fourth quarter comebacks. Right. Uh, maybe he shouldn't trail so much is what my my contention would be, mm-hmm. why does he just lead from the get-go and not be trailing in the fourth quarter?
0: Yeah, I He think wouldn't
4: that. have all these comebacks if he didn't trail in the fourth quarter. But they pulled a couple touchdowns or a couple uh, scores out of nowhere, right, in the last few minutes to eke out a 17-16 thriller? Yeah, it, it was crazy. So last
0: night was one of those, you know, Monday night football, you look up and you see, oh, my gosh, it's the Saints and the Bucks. How much time am I going to put into this one, right? And being in the NFC South, probably not a lot. doesn't really affect us at all, right? But it's the Manning cast. So I'm going to sit down. I'm going to watch the Manning cast. Randy Moss, by the way, needs more TV time, more airtime anywhere. He is so awesome, man. I love listening to Randy Moss and those guys last night talk uh, about the game. I thought Robin Roberts was great, too. But the game was was fairly close. But it was halftime. I went to bed. I was tired. I You have one of those nights where you kind of wake up right in the middle of the night. And I woke up with about three minutes to go in this game right as Tom Brady's taking a shot at the end zone. And we're seeing a pass interference play in the end zone. And I go, oh, God, it's 16-3 to with three minutes to go, and they got the ball in the one-yard line. Tampa's winning this game. There's no question in my mind that Tampa's winning this game. And they do. They score the winning touchdown with six seconds. There are three seconds to go, kick the extra point game over. They win. And it, it's so unbelievable to me how good Tom Brady obviously is and how bad these coaches still are in the NFL. These these coaches that play the stupid prevent defense at the end of games I just don't understand it. And and I think it's one of the worst things that a coach can do. I think it's, it's it's ridiculous. I think it's ignorant. I think it's selfish. I think it's stupid to go out there and play the prevent defense. And to let
4: your players fall into that mindset, too. A-
0: exactly. Because all it does is put your players in the mindset of just give up everything underneath. No big deal. No big deal. And before you know it, the greatest of all time is driving right down the field with a bunch of nondescripts on his team and scoring the game-winning touchdown get after the quarterback you played defense and held tom brady to one touchdown for 58 minutes of the game and now all of a sudden you're going to change the way that you play <laughs> defense because some you know statner but look it, it's been going on before the stats it's been going on for generations in the nfl if the nfl wants to improve their game they need to ban the prevent defense just like baseball's banning the shift right get out there and ban the prevent defense because it is one of the worst possible things that you can do in an nfl game backstory. Steve Spagnuolo was hired as the head coach of the Rams when I was working in St. Louis and he joined us on our show and the first question I asked him was, "Why did you play the Dallas Cowboys in a prevent defense in that last game that you were the defensive coordinator of the Giants?" And he kind of laughed and chuckled. I go, "No, I'm being serious. Why do you do that?" And he didn't have a good answer then, and nobody has a good answer now. It is single-handedly the worst type of defense you can play in the NFL, and I'm not going to say it cost the Saints a game, but it didn't help the Saints go out there and win that game against Tampa yesterday. It's a dumb decision by these coaches. I, I don't get it. Nobody can tell me why that's a good defense. And also, I've never seen anybody least interested in a game that they were playing in the Tyron Matthew.
4: Yeah, watch watch one of the late touchdowns. He's in the picture. Oh, but my yeah. God. But He's not in the a, picture. Not a, he,
0: He's not oh a man. participant.
3: He's in the picture.
0: I mean, he he's there. I, he he's he's there at the end of plays tapping guys on the shoulder pad to make sure they're down but
4: not ahead of he's, not Tucking your shoulders in and going to making plays anymore? Is he?
0: You know, when you're in a hurry, you want to take the most direct route to wherever it is that you're going. But if you're out for a Sunday drive, sometimes you meander and you look at the, yeah. the foliage. Yeah, yeah. He he's on a Sunday drive yeah. out there. He's taking the long route to get to place, like not running through guys, running around guys. Like, hey, look, I don't blame him. You're th- you're of that age. You played that long in the league. You're in self preservation mode. But I mean, I, I I've just never seen somebody watch a game. Like Tyron Matthew right now is watching a game, making that decision even more imperative of how good that was by letting him go this offseason. He,
4: he just seems disinterested. All is not lost. Just a time for a little reset for the Chiefs. We'll get to that next.
2: Fesco in the morning. Brought to you by Santa Fe Auto Sound. Kansas City's home for car audio since 1967. Call from
0: mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game.
4: I guess it's up to you to announce where the, uh, the couches are. That's right. If you see we're one missing, on the side of the road, let us know. We're missing traffic. That, that, that.
3: Yeah, our guy Scott Wilkins is so. not there with us right now. So, so. Uh,
4: yeah, if you, uh, if you see a couch, let us know. As always, 913-586-7610, location condition.
0: Location condition, yeah. couch, love seat, mattress, box spring, right? Correct. And now if there's a random, like, uh, like, curio cabinet on the side of the road, we'll take that as well. Mm. Sure, sure. That's what we do on the show. Hey, we don't
4: get the ratings we do because we don't do that, right? If there's one thing we deliver, it's used Nonsense. furniture Used <laughs> furniture <to laughs> repurposed in the metro. How much
0: used furniture has been picked up because somebody's heard us Because talk of this about show? It, right? A lot. A lot, yeah. right? Yeah. Look, we're saving the city's money, too. They got to go out and clean up the side right. of the road if you guys don't. You're so. in a service. You got a kid going to college, man. A couch on the side of the road is nice.
4: Mm-hmm. All is not lost. I think we need to remind people that. I think yesterday was a tough day. It was, it was a tough day for everybody. <laughs> I went. To, I uh had a uh, appointment to uh, get my back cracked at the chiropractor. Okay. And, uh, he walks in and he goes, Ugh. I go, well, I hope that's not for me. And he's like, oh, I just saw you. I thought she- geez <laughs> I'm like, I get it. I get it. Yeah. It's okay. But he gr- he like grunted at me.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: <laughs> like, like, one, it's not my fault. And two, I get it. I get it. Everybody was everybody was upset about the uh the the game yesterday other than right. my son. Um why wasn't he upset cuz he got the big match. Well, yeah, right? Cuz he yeah. still got the big he, well, he was he, he was much happier. Um, he waited up uh for me as I was coming back and got in the house at whatever, 11:45. Well, that's not bad. Sunday night. I did this. Somebody did that to me too. And then <laughs> you did? Um, I told oh, you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it always does. T- always, does. <laughs> always happens. And uh and he's there and he's like oh. Tough game. And I, yeah, I thought he wanted to talk more about the game, and he's like, um, "Question for you: If uh, if they lose, do you still get the Big Mac for sacks? Yes, you do. <laughs> I said, "Yes, you do." Yeah, said, okay, okay, good. My friends and I were thinking about going after school. Yeah, I said, "Yep, you can still get that." He said, uh-uh, okay, did right. they go and get them? And then went to bed. Yeah, yeah. did I they get the bed. Big Mac? I think so. Yeah.
0: Does yeah. he house two of them by himself, or is, oh, is that something you go with buddies? Now they're now they're in the
4: phase of. It's a competition. It now. is. Yeah. Okay. All of it, everything.
0: So everything's a competition. Like there, how many Big Macs you can eat?
4: Right. Okay. How
0: yeah. many? How many did he put away? How many Can Clinger eat? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, how 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 many how many Big Macs can Clinger eat? I don't yeah. Know. I don't know. Can can we get a? Uh, can we don't get him know. in here and let's I don't,
4: do a competition? I, I don't want to know because. um I don't know how he pays for it, <laughs> but um, ah, good yeah. point. he gets the friends to bet. And so they, you know, they do that thing. And so they get one of their buddies to pay for it. So it they're on like the, the FanDuel app making so wagers all, on they this. They'll, you know, I think switch it around.
0: Like, it's always so the cool.
4: thinner kid that can eat more than yeah. the fatter kid. Yeah. I could
0: never like put a lot away at one sitting. I could put a lot away over the course of a day, but like over the course of like yeah. one sitting, I could never do
4: that. And I keep warning him. Like uh, metabolism stops at some point. It really Look does. Look at Pops. This mm-hmm. is your future. No
0: one doubt. day you
4: can house stuff and then go play sports. And then one day you can't. So do you think we could bring him like out to a remote
0: and we could have like people challenge him to how many big Macs he can do no i don't think so i think it'd be i think it'd be really good it's (laughs) funny you had that conversation too because i had a similar conversation yesterday with the guys at the J. I walk in and i get the must have been a tough day to do that show i'm like not not really a tough day i mean perspective about 11 o'clock in the morning i started kind of putting things into perspective a little bit more than, Oh my God, that loss sucked. And I hate the Bengals, right? It
4: it stinks because it's the Bengals. It stinks because you have lost to the two best teams in your schedule. Mm -hmm. Your two biggest competitors now in the AFC. Yeah. Right. We always thought the bills were there. Bengals are there too. If you weren't sure before Sunday, you're sure now. Mm -hmm. Uh, So from that perspective, it's, it stinks. But from the, here's what we can earn down the stretch perspective, everything's still there. Yeah tweak a few things uh, you know, there any game, the rest of the way, could that get you a sharpen sharpen your edge? Doesn't look like it, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it was a good loss. and It was good to get the loss out of the way or any crap like that. Cause it's never the, never the case, but this one gets, this one gets their attention. Yeah, absolutely. It right? does. Yeah. It, it and does, so yeah. now you're still in the spot where you can be the number one seed, go take care of business. I think there, it's less likely you'll have a loss than anybody else that's running through the end of their schedule. Your schedule is much softer. Go take care of business. Uh, figure out some deficiencies you can you can shore up, and this the the march towards the postseason kind of begins now. And you can still be the number one seed. And if you're not, oh well, oh well, you're still in. You're still in. You still play. You mm-hmm. still got a chance. And so, while we're used to the the Chiefs Invitational, uh, one of these days they had to break you. One of these days they're going to play a road game in the postseason. Right. Maybe that's this year. But
3: Maybe there's still a not. chance
4: you don't have to. Right. There's still so everything is there. Right. You can go if you go and run the table. I I think chances are you got it. I don't think anybody else is. I don't think the Bills are running the table.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: I don't think the Bengals are are going to be in that in that mix. I don't think Miami's going to be in that mix. So, go... Go run the table and put up your score. We'll I mean, see it, where we're
0: at. it's a very simple formula to, to get that number one seat to run the table and the Bills lose to the Bengals and that's it. And, and you've got the number one seat. Now, if you don't run the table with these last five games, then you probably don't deserve to be the number one seat. I mean, it, it couldn't set up any better for you. you. You got two Denver's. You've got a Raider team that's not going to be playing for anything. The last game of the season, you've got a Seattle team other than Geno Smith. I mean, they don't have anybody it's on that team. OK, it, they're, not, they're OK. And then you've got Houston in there as well and they're and they're terrible so it sets up for you where you've got five winnable games you should go out there and take care of business and win all these games and and i'm with you i think if they go out there and run the table they probably will end up being the number one seat because i don't anticipate buffalo running the table as well so you've got yourself the opportunity to still go out there and claim this right Uh,
4: miami cincinnati and Baltimore all 8-4. and four.
0: Right. And it's, it, it, yeah, Baltimore's the interesting one to see, you know, where Lamar Jackson is. They said maybe he could play this week, but they're not counting on it. But who knows? Um, but but that that's the interesting one to watch right there. And how does Miami handle bouncing back from a tough loss over the weekend, too? I mean, you know, they, they've got to bounce back. So I, I think, you know, we, we've got ourselves two ways to look at a season. We look at the micro version of the season on a Monday after the game and react to Chris Jones and react to Orlando Brown and react to Travis Kelsey and react to Patrick. right we've got the micro side of things but then you take a step back after you kind of digest it on a Monday and move forward we're not talking about that game anymore and you look at the macro picture of of what's going on and they got a few things to clean up obviously every team does at this point in time but they're nine and three and I think somewhere along the way and I don't think somewhere along the way I know exactly when it happened the Royals ruined this for everybody because we went basically 30 years without any postseason success in this town correct And the Royals went out there, and the first year that they were in the postseason, really the first true postseason appearance of our generation, they go to the World Series. And we're like, whoa, this is the way it's supposed to be. And then in 2015, they respond back and they go to the World Series again. And we're like, whoa. Not to mention. Just rolling through series. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just rolling, like winning eight straight to get to the World it's Series, right? not how right? it works. Not how
4: it's supposed to work. Now, 15 was a little bit more, as we yeah. know, with Houston yeah, and all and that kind battle of stuff. Through the, but that's the, that's the only one you remember sweating.
0: Yeah, that was it. There was no other series you sweated out. You didn't out. Even really
4: sweat the Mets. No, as much not as at all. I mean, once Esky led off with the leadoff home one run. one game in Houston. And yeah. that was it. And otherwise, it's like kind of comfort city. It really was. steamrolled people. And hey, hey everybody, yeah, hey. Right. It's it's normally not how it it's, goes. It's not that easy,
0: right? And, and and so we we got this, like, false sense of, like, if you're going to make the playoffs, well, you're going to the championship <laughs> round. Like, it, it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And
4: so for the well, Royals. Heck, heck, we did that in the the year the chiefs lost to the uh, to the patriots right lost to the they championship were. round well, they were winning the Super Bowl. Oh, right? yeah. right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like everybody,
0: was Pennsylvania. Had they made it, they right. had won. Well, it. They'd have won it because that Rams team wasn't any good. It's, <laughs> you it's know, a one, shame that like we have the... these two Rams so, teams in the Super Bowl. We could yeah, beat both of them, right? We should have four straight. We've gotten a little spoiled. No, we have, and and, and and we have, and it's the Royals' fault. And 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 then the Chiefs make the playoffs, and every year that they've made the playoffs with Patrick Mahomes, they've hosted the AFC Championship game. Like we're living in this faux reality. That's we went straight. from having, we went from literally having nothing. To being like the guy who strikes it rich and now has everything, right? We're like, wow, look at this. You're supposed to go to AFC championship games and world series. If you make the playoffs, right? That's not the reality of things. And, and I go back to when John Sherman fired Dayton Moore, and he says, Dayton always tries to have a world series champion. I'd like to see what a wild card team looks like. And I think the postseason successes we've experienced over the last eight years has been just stupid successful, right? But, I understand what John Sherman's saying. Sometimes you get in as a wildcard team and that's not the end of the world because once you're in, you're in. And I was looking at some of the mentions on my, my Twitter the other day when I said, Hey man, there's still nine and three, everything's right in front of them. First place. And so a lot of people were saying, oh, they're second place. And the only thing that matters, like, Okay, finishing second in the AFC is some bad consolation prize. Like you can't still make the Super Bowl finishing second. So we have been overtly spoiled with the successes of both the Royals and the Chiefs when it comes to the postseason. I mean, for both franchises, Josh, it's either been sink or freaking swim and dominate every race that you're in. And sometimes it just doesn't work out that way. Like we're living in a fake reality with our two franchises when it comes to postseason success. You know what? Losing a game is going to happen. Only one team in the modern era of the NFL from 1970 to where we are today has ever run the table. Losses happen in the regular season. How do you use those losses? How do you build off those losses? How do you change things from those losses? And that's why I feel like that Cincinnati game, it's going to be the last game the Chiefs lose this year. Better be. Better be. I think, I think I'm talking going forward. Eight straight wins, oh, Super nice, Bowl nice, champions. Nice. This right. is this is the Nashville game to me, where you lost that game in Nashville. You were ticked off. You regretted it. You were pissed. You were mad. Andy blamed himself. Everything that went wrong went wrong. It was a great and reset. They didn't lose the game. They didn't lose the game the rest of the way. This
4: has that same type of feeling to me. Patrick Mahomes says the Bengals aren't a rival yet.
2: Next, FESCO in the morning. <laughs> Brought to you by Santa Fe Auto Sound Your home for car audio since 1967 On 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app
3: After the end of a good fight You deserve an ice cold reward Medela is the mark of a fighter You've earned this rich golden lager With a crisp, refreshing taste Because you know The bigger the fight, The better the reward You put in the hours The energy The tough labor
4: In Tuesday edition along with Bonfesco. I'm Josh Klingler, Brian Williams, B dub, producing. I don't know that it's tradio per se. I just want you to know if yeah. there's if there's furniture out there, let us know where. Not I have a dual reclining sofa in my basement. <laughs> It's blue in color if anyone wants it. Two miles east of the stadiums, I also have a TV cabinet. Not yep. sure that's what we're looking for. No. But if somebody wants to make a trade, text us and we'll we'll hook you guys up. <laughs> yeah. If you see furniture along the side of the road that's available mm-hmm. in a free for all, let us know. Right. That's that's kind of what
3: kinda to get a, we're going. Got a text on the bat phone. There is a uh, leather couch, good condition, Gregory in Cleveland. Okay. It all on. right. Nice. All right. There you go. That's there nice.
0: Those won't last long. Oh, no. Not, no, leathers. A, that's Those a hot leather, commodity
4: these days. Leather couches don't last long but with supply chain issues and all. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Probably can't even get a, right. a, a new one. So go get that one. Uh, Patrick Mahomes dropping by the drive yesterday here on 610 sports radio. He uh, jumps on with uh, Carrington every uh, Monday at two 15. Uh, and I guess answers the question of the Bengals arrival. Yeah. Yeah.
5: I don't know if you it a rival. We haven't beat them yet. So uh, until we beat them, that is not really a rivalry. They just have beat us a couple times now. So uh, I'm sure we'll play them a lot. Um, and then the following years and maybe again in the playoffs if we uh, match up again there. Um, but there's a lot of good teams in the AFC. So we have to just continue to get better and better and prepare ourselves to make a playoff run.
4: So there you go. Not a rival yet. Not Can't yet. Beat them. That's a good answer,
0: actually, for Patrick Mahomes, because we've talked about it all the time with the Raiders and the Broncos and the Chargers. If you don't beat somebody, is it really a rivalry, right? Like, was K-State-KU football a rivalry? I mean, I don't know. K-State's won 14 in a row, right? Is that a rivalry? Eh. Is KU-K-State basketball a rivalry? Not when KU was dominating and winning, like, 75 in a row. No, that's not necessarily a rival. Missouri and Kansas, different story. We'll get to that as the show moves on (laughs) uh, this morning here on 610 Sports Radio. So I understand what Patrick Mahomes is saying. In in a rivalry, you have to be... Back and forth with each other. The Chiefs have lost three games in 336 days to the Cincinnati Bengals. I mean, if Pedro Martinez was on the Chiefs, he would say the Bengals are our daddy right now, right? I mean, that's just the that's just the truth. You've got to win to have a rivalry. And I think it's a rivalry in the terms of I hate the Cincinnati Bengals. I want to beat their ass. But in terms of back and forth, evenly matched, we win one, you win one. No, that's not there yet. The Chiefs have not held up their end of the bargain. They've got some work to do when it comes to taking down those nasty Cincinnati Bengals. I don't know that you can beat somebody four times in the course of one year, though.
4: You know how hard that is? <laughs>
2: no, I don't mm-hmm. You
4: know how hard it is you know to beat somebody to be a team four team times in a calendar year? Right. Yeah. I guess it won't it won't be a calendar year anyway. That's in my face, just over mm-hmm. a calendar
5: year. The little things that happen throughout the game can cost you, and I think there' are little things that – we did throughout the game, um, especially in that fourth quarter, that that cost us the the win. So I mean, uh, you got to execute at a high level for four full quarters. And I felt like we just had two really good ones and two bad ones, and that's why we lost it.
1: If there's
4: one play that you would like to go back and change, and the outcome would be different, what play would it be?
5: Yeah, I mean, I mean, you never want you never want the fumble. I guess you would say. I mean, I think it changed the momentum of the game uh, a little bit in a sense. But I mean, I, I trust that guys like Travis when they're fighting for extra yards like that that they. Usually that's a good thing for us, Um, but um, anytime there's a turnover, that definitely, that definitely uh, sucks. So you want to make sure that you can just uh, not turn the ball over, but I trust those guys that continue to make plays.
4: Yeah. That's, that's the thing. That's a tough one about, and I know, uh, I know Kelsey's still wearing that one hard too, but um, yeah, that's what you trust them to do. Go fight for extra yards, go make extra, extra plays. That time it burned you. Well, and, and,
0: and I think also, too, you're not going away from Travis Kelsey because he fumbled for the first no, time this year. No. I mean, anybody who thinks that is a moron. But I, I think right now with Travis Kelsey wearing it, that's a good thing. And he should wear it this week. I mean, that's a big play in a game where you were getting ready to, you know, kind of salt that game away. You were getting ready to win that game. You were getting ready to make your December and January a lot easier by winning that game against the Cincinnati Bengals. Now it became a little bit more complicated, a little, little bit more difficult to get where you want to go. And, you know, Patrick's right. You, you can't turn the football over. And that's ultimately what it comes down to. Not, you know, blaming this guy or that guy or the other thing. You turn the ball over at a very inopportune time and you were never able to get it back.
4: Mahomes doesn't think it's Bengal kryptonite or anything. Just they have to... Uh they have to be more competitive, they have to be uh, more focused, and it just happened to be this this team a couple times. Yeah,
5: just in critical situations, and I think you've you seen all three games that we lost to them, uh, we didn't execute at a high enough level, and like I said, we usually execute at the, uh, in those situations, and if it's uh, the fourth quarter yesterday where we had a fumble and then we didn't get the first down there at the end um, to keep the, continue the drive going and miss the field goal, or if it's before the, at the end of half of the, the last two games, I mean, there's the critical situation. Um We didn't, we didn't execute at a high enough level when you're playing a good football team, you lose those games.
4: And I love too these, like putting all on the offense. Yeah.
5: Here's what we didn't
4: do.
0: We, we could sit here and talk about the defensive line all day that we're blue in the face. But at the end of the day, if the offense doesn't fumble, the defense doesn't give up more than 20 points in that game. Most likely Josh. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you're looking at a long time consuming drive in my opinion, to take a very big lead at 11 points. Maybe you give up another field goal or maybe you give up a late touchdown or something like that, but it looks completely different, and we're not talking that much about the defense if the offense goes out there and executes, and that's a leader right there. Patrick Mahomes isn't going to sit there and say, well, it's Steve Spagnuolo's fault or it's the defense's fault or it's Butker's fault or anything like that. He goes, no, it's our fault on offense. We didn't go out there. And execute, and and there was a there was a FanDuel extra prop bet on Sunday, the six ten special bet, where you could bet and have good odds for Patrick Mahomes to throw a touchdown in each half. Well, I mean, obviously, you're going to put some money on that. He didn't have a second half touchdown pass in that game. And so that's unlike Patrick Mahomes. He normally goes out there, has you three touchdowns and leads the offense down the field. Cincinnati played them. Well, you tip your cap to the Bengals and you move on. But I, I think it's good that he's kind of taking ownership of this whole thing. And, and that's what you want to do as a leader. You don't want your leader out there raising his arms in the air and blaming everybody else. You want your leader owning the losses and giving out all the praise for the wins, just like Andy Reid always does.
4: And I don't, I don't, also want them lamenting that it's the Bengals. I mean, like yeah. so that every time you see that uniform, you go, oh, uh, yeah, you yeah. Know. Like you get scared. Like Just remember when like, Frank
0: Martin was scared to play Kansas in basketball <laughs> like, and, and and he admitted it. I mean, no, he, he goes, oh, we, I can't go to Allen Fieldhouse and win. Like he was already beaten when he got yeah. there. You don't want to see that same kind of pattern of behavior for what we have now here in Kansas City, because you're going to see this team a lot maybe not, you know, in the playoffs this year, maybe you will in the playoffs this year, maybe you won't, but you're going to see this team a lot down the line, especially if you continue to finish first and they continue to finish first. It's going to be like the Buffalo game where you're matched up with them all the time. And so you have to get over that. Oh my God, it's the Bengals. We can't beat them mentality because if you don't, man, it's going to be a long ride for Cincinnati Bengals games.
4: Yeah. Patrick yesterday on the driving, check out the full interview. 610 sports.com with the Odyssey app a Willie gay with me in the, in the locker room kind of said, Hey, it wasn't anything we hadn't seen. I'm mm-hmm. like, totally fooled us. let going to make plays. Right. Like everything was there. I, 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 on, on the defensive side of things, I remember there was a couple, couple times where I'm standing kind of in the, in the zone where the, the team's on the field and I, and Spags is kind of in front of me and, and he's calling out what they're doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he's calling out what they're doing. Like they were lining up pre-snap and he's going He's pointing the other side of the field that way, that way, that way, that way. And the play goes that way. Right. Like they know what they're doing. Just go make plays. Go make plays. Like he's, like he's got you. That, that's got. an important observation, like, though, because as we are going to talk about. It was about, like a few plays in a row where they're like, oh, I know he knows. I know he knows what's happening. Yeah, Guys, go stop it. Right. And you got to go out there and make the play. And that's <laughs> why when
0: we talk scheme versus, you know, players, that right there is an important observation. Spags is telling him where the play is going. And they're still like not he's stopping it. tells he's that's he's not like, scheme that way, that way, that way, yeah. <laughs> I was like, go, they go that way. So yeah. I just
4: don't need to go that way.
0: That's nah, not scheme at all. Yeah. That's players making plays, especially yeah. when your coach is
4: calling it out. And pre-snap. So, so, so defensively, it's just going to make a plays. I just looked up and uh, guess what? Guess what? One of the angry runs was, uh, what was it? <laughs> Justin Reed, stiff arm, smudgy P right. Like a uh, fault. They showed us this multiple times. Of course. Got double like, dribbled off the. turf. Yeah. Yikes. Uh, so it's it's going out there and, and making plays against the Bengals. Happens to be the Bengals, yes. Do they do some things to to uh, to mess with you a little bit with the way they play defense? Yes. Offensively, pretty straightforward. You just got to go make plays. Mm-hmm. Um, we but talk- also,
0: too. If they're just going to rush three guys, why aren't you running the ball the entire time?
4: I mean, you know, every
0: time they rush three, just run the football. They ran twenty five. I, I know. Mean, no, no,
4: they did. They they ran it. A other lot, than yeah. other than one drive, I didn't really have a a problem with it. Right. There was one drive where I'm like. Well, it could have been maybe you could have killed the clock had you. Had you kept running, um, but it was the it was their last offensive drive when that set up the field goal. I would have ran the football more in that more drive. on
0: that drive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I would but, have run it more all day. But again, though, are you overcompensating for your left tackle, too? I don't know the answer to that question
4: uh, on the defensive side. Of things you mentioned scheme versus players. We asked uh, Derek Johnson that question yesterday. Forever a chiefs linebacker uh, in a in a matchup like that. Um I guess who do you put the blame on or (laughs) who do you point the finger at? I'm Mm
1: -hmm. always players first, uh, um, playing in the NFL for as many years. Uh, um, There's so many uh, little decisions and so many things that happen on the field that that the coaches have little to do with it. I mean, really, really, it does. Uh, don't, Don't get me wrong um coaching um can can help you a little bit or it can hurt you a little bit it, it, that is a thing that is you know coaches are there for a reason i got to tell you um defensively there's some decisions and and tackling that we did not do just you know just a- excluding the coaches player wise that we could do a better job at executing whatever the, um, the coaches call every Call that the coaches call. Um, it's it, 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 it's 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 designed to work. So it's they don't call things where you say, "Oh, this is not a good call. This is you know um, this is not going to work." No, everything is drew up to say, "Hey, we can stop." This offense, and there's uh, a lot of opportunities and decisions made on the field from players. I'm always very, very more hard on players than coaches uh, um, because of my mindset. And and yesterday, um, I I put it more on the players. I love decisions and tackling. Yeah, it's true.
4: (laughs) That he would like to see a little more. Uh, definitive, right.
0: I guess. Yeah, go out there and make the plays. Yeah. You know, Spags is telling you where to go. They're calling out the plays. They're designing these defenses. You got to go out
4: there and execute. The uh, the get healthy game is upon us. Uh, a hilariously bad Bronco stat next.
2: This is FESCO in the morning, brought to you by Santa Fe Auto Sound, your home for car audio since 1967. With friend of the show Brett Veach.
1: you're listening to FESCO in the morning. I mean, I'm not, but you are
2: on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app.
4: Get healthy. Get healthy game. Come Sunday at Denver. I think so. Broncos are not good. Thank you. Captain obvious. How not good. Are they really (laughs) not good? No, really not good. They suck.
0: (laughs) They are not good at all. This stat that we found about the Broncos yesterday made you and I just kind of laugh and giggle because it is ridiculously ridiculous, right? The Cowboys' last three games, they have 15 offensive touchdowns in their last three games. That's five a game. That's good, man. Dallas is playing some good football. Nobody's really mm-hmm. paying attention to them right now, but they're and playing that's some offensive good football. touchdowns. 15 offensive because touchdowns. Because yeah. their blitz... Yeah, caused 17 in the game the, other, the night before. The, the other night quarter. was like defensively, right? right?
4: That, that the, it, so it doesn't even... Can Matt Ryan motivated. just
0: retire, by the way, and go away? Like It's 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 sad watching that guy play. He he looks terrible out there. Like He got to go. Uh, so the Cowboys' last I mean, three it's games. A, it's
4: a cold, so I'll have a new quarterback next year. That,
0: that, that is games. true, and a new head coach, apparently. The Jeff Saturday bloom is not uh, not going so well, I <laughs> no, guess. No, it's not. Even though I'm still, I'm still in favor <laughs> no, of the higher, I still love it. It's, it's not going not. well right yeah. now. Yeah. Jeff Saturday has lost three straight. The Raiders have won three straight since he's he beat gonna the Raiders. He's going to help them right?
4: determine who their next coach is, and it, it's, he's going to say, it's not me. Not me. Here's my consulting. Here's my consulting. Insulting for you. Ain't me. Yeah, ain't me. I did this. I'm out, man. And by the way, find a quarterback. Going back to ESPN. Yeah, yeah. go back on
0: the TV and be an expert. That's where it's at, right? So, so the Cowboys' last three games, 15 offensive touchdowns. The Denver Broncos have scored 14 offensive touchdowns the entire season. Dallas has done more than three weeks than you've done all day. No, mm-hmm. um, all year. That's right. Yeah. That's exactly right. So think about it like that. Because I saw a text come in on the Jay Southland toe service text line today, and I'm like, what are you doing, man? Somebody goes, oh, Broncos defense is just too good. We're going to drop one of those games. First of all, the Broncos are three and nine. It's December. We haven't played them yet. They can't score. There is not a chance that they're going to go out there in Denver and get blanked by the Denver defense. Until the Denver Broncos can prove that they can score an offensive touchdown in a game, I'm not taking the Denver Broncos to beat the Kansas City Chiefs in a football game. Can Denver game. outscore the Chiefs? No. Okay. The answer is no. All right. All right. No matter what. Even if the defense is great and they hold them to 10 points, do you think Russell will? He scored nine the other day. They didn't have...
4: But nine points in that game against the Ravens the other day. I mean, some of me says better not. (laughs) But but yes, right, right, but but no. There's not a body of work from then that says they can with you and the scoring company, the lowest scoring team in the NFL. Right. 14 touchdowns, and there's five games
0: to go in the season. I mean, w- w- when we've seen some bad offensive moments here in Kansas City over the years, like that year we didn't have a wide receiver touchdown, which was like an anomaly. Like, oh, my God, wide receivers don't score touchdowns. The Denver Broncos have 14 touchdowns, and there's five games to go in the season. I mean, that is pathetically pathetic. I mean, I, I just don't see how you can have in your mind that the Chiefs would lose one of these games to the Denver Broncos. It's not going to lose one of these games to the Broncos unless something drastic happens and their defense goes out there and plays their best two games ever, and Russell Wilson decides it's
4: 2015 all over They've again. averaged less than 14 a game. Right. Okay. And their highest scoring game was 23. 23 points. Wow. In this day and age in the
0: NFL, where scoring is easy,
4: right? That was a loss. Oh, they lost that game.
0: Yeah. I thought the defense was so good, though. They scored twenty three and still lost.
4: Correct. Okay. Thirty two
0: that day. Oh, no, that's not good. Who was that to? Uh, Raiders. Okay. Raiders. Okay. So if the Raiders can put up thirty two points against the Broncos defense, I'd like to think the Kansas City Chiefs team could put up, you know, twenty seven points against this Bronco defense. Yeah.
4: Yeah. I mean, yeah. The defensively, they've been they've been great. Thirty two was their high mm-hmm. that they've given up. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, a lot of you know low twenties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay you bet the Chiefs can win a low t- I mean worst case
0: scenario like a you win 24 21.
4: I mean then people would be still mad right I get of course it. Just, yes you know, you... I, I don't understand the anger I just I, Can't every game's Can't close, close, close to the games. NFL. um so my my thought would be yeah their defense is good so you don't plan on completely trucking them right I mean well, it's the NFL. You don't completely truck anybody. Yeah. I mean, you, when you look at
0: spreads and you see the Chiefs are like an eight-and-a-half point spread, which is what they are this week, okay. that's a big number in yeah. the NFL. But you know what? Eight-and-a-half is one score, yeah. right? Essentially one score. Uh, 21, that's 21-13. That's 22-13. That's right. 21-13, 22-13. Yeah. Something like that, right. right? Yeah. Those games happen. Those yeah. games do happen in the NFL. They happen more often than not. Like, this league has been designed and set up to give everybody an opportunity To compete, I mean, you you look right now at this point of the season on the, like, you know, they put up the playoff watch, division leaders, wild card, in the hunt. And, like, in the hunt has just about everybody listed but Houston, and we're in the last month of the season. Imagine if baseball had a system that was set up to where you go into the last month of the season and everybody is still alive for the playoffs, except, like, the worst team in the league. Like, the Pirates would be eliminated early on, right? They're done. That's fine. Move on. Cincinnati, they're done. Move on. You hit September and you have every team still alive for the postseason, how much better would baseball be? That's why the NFL is king. We're heading into the last month of the season, and there is legitimately one team that has been eliminated from the postseason, and that is the Houston Texans. And they were eliminated over the weekend. There are 31 other teams in this league, and going into the final month of the season – Everybody except one still has an opportunity to make it into the playoffs, regardless of how long your chances are and how long your odds are to make it. Every team, but one has an opportunity to make it into the playoffs right now. And baseball can't say that. Could you imagine every September the Royals had a shot?
4: No, not in the current system. I don't No, <laughs> Not in the current system, which, which again goes to why
0: the NFL is the king. They set up that system yep. to give everybody a chance. And so when fans get mad, oh, they didn't blow this team out. They didn't blow that team out. Hardly ever do we see blowouts in the NFL. Again, a little bit of that spoiled, like I'm living in the last four years instead of I'm living in the macro of the last 25 years of the NFL and what this league is truly all about. Any given Sunday, any team can beat anybody. And yes, there should be a little bit of concern about the Broncos, but the chiefs are I'm a not better team. Take they're lightly. better coached. They're better at yeah. everything. I'm not saying they're better lightly, at life
4: than the Denver Broncos. Th- th- don't take it lightly but right y- you do everything better than them and if you like, win by, by 4 if
0: you win by 5 <laughs> if you win by 6 you won yeah, the game yeah. if this isn't college you don't have to win 42 to 7 over Appalachian State well, there is in order a, to
4: qualify for a bowl. There is a committee, but it doesn't count for anything. It's the uh, the
0: yeah the power ranking the committee, committee. Yeah. <laughs> the committee
4: of public perception. Right, and
0: who cares what yeah. what the you know the the committee of public perception because it doesn't mean anything. Win your games, get in. That's all that matters. And everything the the only goal that the Chiefs have every year is to get to that Super Bowl and to win that Super Bowl. Is their goal still attainable? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Everything's still attainable. So yes. let's go. Yes. Yes. Chiefs country, let's ride. <laughs>
4: Old friend alert, uh, Eric Fisher is signing with the Dolphins. Out of the blue. One, I don't right? like that. I don't like going to the Dolphins. Right. But uh, Eric Fisher is still playing. Now He hasn't played in almost a year. Yeah. And
0: we mentioned him yesterday, just kind of in passing, where my wife has always been an anti Eric Fisher person, right? She's anti Fisher always has, been. I shouldn't like Eric Fisher never did. Wiley's in her doghouse right now too. She, she picks the, you know, the, the, the easy ones, right? Um, and she never liked Fisher. I always liked Eric Fisher. I thought he was good. Was he number one overall or would you know, but did you have to worry about your left tackle position when Eric Fisher was here? No, not at all.
4: No, I would sign you, you, you draft at that spot. Can you plug him in? Can they be a starter for you and a, and a high functioning starter, for the uh for the length of their contract and more. Yeah, and Eric
0: Fisher he was did. that.
4: He was he was a really Absolutely good lived football up to player. A first round pick.
0: Would you take Eric Fisher 2017 over what we have right now at left tackle? I know I would. Yeah. I take 2018, 2019. Yeah. Hell, I take the, I'm the, 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 the person that played in of, the Super Bowl. And I,
4: I'm just saying in terms of living up to a first round pick.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you did what you wanted him to do, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, and again, that was a year where you didn't really have much in the first round and, and the Chiefs made the right selection. Looking back on that draft, the Chiefs made the absolute right selection. And Eric Fisher. And so he goes to Miami about a, you know, the last time he played
4: was Indianapolis a year ago. Um, And so he's and off to Miami, playing, playing well enough that he could have yeah, kept going, but I was kind of surprised he didn't, he didn't have a team before now. Right. But. And maybe nobody
0: wanted to pay him enough money and it wasn't worth it for him to go play for the league minimum or something like that. But Hey, he got a phone call. Now he's going to go down to Miami where the weather's great on a good football team and have an opportunity to go out there and play for the postseason. So I don't, you know, begrudge Eric Fisher at all, but, you I know, just
4: didn't want him going to the Dolphins.
0: Yeah, yeah, I don't like him going to the Dolphins. But again, this guy hasn't played like a year, Josh. How how impactful can he be? We'll see how impactful he he will be, but be careful what you wish for because you may get it. And for everybody who didn't want Eric Fisher part of this team and didn't like Eric Fisher, well, we got rid of Eric Fisher. Now here's the alternative. How's that working out? Mm-hmm.